Hey Rebels, my name is Matthew Barton, and I'm the host of the Rebellion Brewing Podcast. When these social isolation orders end, and believe me, they will end, more than a few of us are going to need to burn off a few of those extra calories from all the stress eating we've been doing. At least I know I will. One of the interesting things I've noticed about fitness options is the growing variety of choice and places to work out. Whether it's lifting weights, running, cycling, swimming, yoga, or even martial arts, there seems to be a niche activity for everyone's preference and style. One of those newest fitness choices is Steel Mace Training. A Steel Mace studio moved in next door to the Aikido Dojo where I train in my building. Their classes are popular, and I see a ton of foot traffic coming and going, all the time. So what is it about Steel Mace workouts that has people so engaged and so enthusiastic? That's why today's guest is so important. It's Brandy Owens, and she's the owner of Steel Mace Valkyrie, located a hop, skip, and a jump from the taproom, right here in Regina's Warehouse District. So let's get into it. Brandy, welcome to the show. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Well, welcome. For someone who's never heard of a steel mace workout, how do you describe it? Okay. Well, I would describe it as if I had to relate it to something, that's a super good question. I could tell you what the benefits of it are, and that maybe would help a little bit. Are we wearing like yoga pants and swinging a big stick around? You can wear anything you want. You are are swinging, really, it's a a medieval weapon. Um, If you picture an actual traditional mace, or if you Google one, you might see the other one that has like the chain handle, and then that big spiked ball on the end. Um, this is similar to that without the spikes on the end so that we don't hurt ourselves while swinging it. So basically it's like you just perfectly said, a a stick with a ball on the end of it. Um, and to get actually to get my students into it, sometimes we literally use a dowel or a broom handle with a styrofoam ball attached to the end of it. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been around for thousands and thousands of years. It dates back to, you know, medieval times where they would use it as training for you know battle etc and it's just recently come this way and it's just I don't know besides the benefits of the mobility and the core engagement and the stability and your range of motion there it's just like no other workout where you're getting all the benefits from that you're not killing yourself doing it it's completely enjoyable the whole time and you just want more there's nobody at the steel mace class who's like vomiting into a bucket because somebody screamed at them to do a million reps. Um, again, it's all what you put into it. There are times where we have done 2000 reps maybe in a row, but that's not something that I'm like, okay, day one, come on in. We're going to bust out 2000 reps and get on with your day. That's something that, you know, you're a year in and it's like, we need something really cool to challenge ourselves with, but it is for everybody. If you have one leg, one arm, I have people that can barely walk up the stairs that are able to do much more than they were day one. It's, it's for everybody. 
I mean, if you have like your shoulder dislocates every time you do something, maybe we would look at something else, but there, I wouldn't um, say this is the best for this type of person. Before COVID-19, how are things going for you? I have just about been in there for a year right before that started. I had just established kind of um, not a name, but you know, like I had been in the same uh, area for the almost a year now. And then I had all these workshops coming and all these team building workshops. And we had some government employees coming in or some firefighters, et cetera, just kind of starting to get the ball rolling booked, booked, booked all these workshops every weekend and then boom, can't do it. So that sucked, but we're rolling with it. And I, I'm, I'm proud to say that I've kind of maintained or maybe even got a little bit more now since this isolation has happened. What are you doing now that COVID's on? Are you streaming? Are you meeting in the park? How are you socially isolating, but still working out? We haven't met in the park yet. I hope that that comes as an option very soon now that it's dried up and the weather's a little bit warmer. We are doing everything basically online, whether online, sorry, online. I'm just like my mouth's watering look at the, looking at this beer. <laughs> We're doing everything basically via Zoom right now or the odd, I'll pop on a Facebook page live. Um, the students are really loving it. If you're wondering what that feedback was, like they're like, can we continue with this option? Maybe when we go back to normal life, uh, they enjoy not having the travel time to a lot for and the convenience of being at home. And then I have the next student that's like, oh my goodness, I really need to get back in the gym. I just need that energy to my life, right? So I, I mean, I wish we would have just kept riding that uh, wave I was on there at the beginning of the year. But uh, we just overcome, adapt, and move on. Are the classes primarily for men or women or both? Definitely for both. Although, based if you were to base it off my social media posts, etc., you would think it's mainly for women. I have a very large uh, female following. I'd say ninety-eight percent of my students are female. I have two grown men and then a younger male boy he's 12 or 13 um and his mom comes to me as well but um it's majority female I, there is another May studio in regina that has a pretty good balance of both i would say maybe 50 50 so it is it is for men but you go to who you're comfortable with and i had a good following at a gym that i was a part of before with some females so they kind of just you know followed me over there so it all worked out really well although I would love to get more men in there when we do the husband and wife workshops etc it's it's fun getting the men in there and them seeing a how yes it's easy there is a technique and yes it's only 10 pounds but holy crap right so it's nice to get the husbands in there to see how badass their wives actually are what do you mean um it's kind of humbling to watch a video of someone swinging the mace around or doing an uppercut or an archer. And you can look at it and be like, oh, that's just movement. You're just moving your body, which is, I don't mean just movement, but that doesn't look too hard. Uh, you throw that 10 pound head on there with that lever and it's, uh, it's humbling. I mean, um, you can make 10 pounds feel like 100 pounds or you can make 100 feel like 10. It all depends on how you use it. But um, 
having the husbands even just come in and pick up the mace and hold it in front of them in that stable position as it starts to kind of get away on them. Um, it's that it's that little tink, twinkle in their eye. They look kind of at their wife and they're like, well, shit, you are, you are pretty badass. <laughs> what is there uh, a difference between training men and women? I would say that relating how you teach them yes there is a difference i can say to a woman it feels like when you put your seatbelt on or when you put your purse away you can give little relations to that um the men i find more like if you attribute it to maybe like a sports move or i can teach a lady a side lunge i'll say left side lunge and she knows to go to the left but it seems some of the men with baseball basketball etc the left means you're pushing off the left foot. Do you know what I'm saying, right? So they're going more like into a right side or a, a lateral lunge on the right side. So there are times, but I love teaching both. I love taking the woman who walked in with no self-confidence and is just doing it because her daughter bought her a pass, taking her from day one to four months later where she's waving because her arms are nice and tight down here where, you know, the ladies want them tight and she's just so proud of herself. I love that aspect. And then I love taking a man that maybe has an injury or just, you know, sometimes males don't um, do as much lower body movement as females. It's more popular, you know, now, but um, lots of times when the men do come into the class, they're ready to go on those swings. They want to do maybe some curls and presses with that mace, but you start adding a forward and back lunge or some squats in there and they're just like, what the hell is this? All of a sudden they need to go get a drink of water or, <laughs> right? Now, not my, not my men that are training with me, but, you know. It sounds like you're, um, it sounds like you're talking about engaging the core. Sure. Yes. Yes. That is a hard thing to uh, decipher between the male and female as well when we breathe differently, right? Then, you know, the way that a man inhales uses so much different a part of the diaphragm than the female that that too. But how I get my girls to engage their core, I just say, pretend you're like doing a plank naked. <laughs> just pull everything in or you're riding a bike naked, right? You're going to pull all that in. They're like, oh my God, that's a great analogy. <laughs> and it works. <laughs> In my time training martial arts, we found that men tended to breathe up high in their chest and women breathed low in their belly. And it was much easier for women to understand that that was the good way to breathe for martial arts. And men had to relearn how to breathe and how to, to walk with their weight lower down in what we call the, not the abdomen, the hurrah we call it the i can't even think of the term now but it's it's right below the belly button where that kind of that core piece is engaged when you're like lifting or crunching or doing squats we found that when you're swinging a weapon or throwing a person if you can focus your your power and your strength in there develop that you're much more efficient and one of the things i observed was watching your videos is like that's you need core power to to swing that and not have it like fling you over absolutely 
It's amazing. Like I was doing quite a bit of training when I was introduced to the mace by a coach that was training me at the time for some Spartan races. And um, so he had gone away and got trained and then was just like, try this. We're going to check this out when your races are done, but just try this for your grip strength training. And so point was, I was going hard, 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 hardcore training back then. And that has petered off a lot. I mean, even running my Spartan race, I was like, I can't wait to get this race done so I can get home and get to that pace, right? I knew this was going to just be like huge. So point being is that I was training my butt off back then. And now I've really regressed, you know, the the running and the hardcore training and concentrated quite a bit on mace, not saying that it's not a hard workout, but the only, the main changes I've maintained almost everything, including maybe even increased my core strength. So I'm not beating 20 K a week on the pavement and doing three boot camps a day and really restricting my diet and being, you know, training, like I'm getting paid to, to kind of having fun with the mace. And just doing my thing and still maintaining. So it's a beautiful thing. And I like I agree. The core strength is as we as we get older, I mean, shit, it's so important to be able to bend over and not blow your back out or cough and not blow your back out or get up and off the toilet alone when you're 80 years old. Kind of things that are important to me. You know? You have a sneeze and your back crunches and you're like, oh, was Am I going to be okay? Don't get me wrong. There are times where I do have to bring the knee up when I sneeze, but that's uh, that's because I don't stretch enough. That's my own. <laughs> that's my own weakness. One of the things I noticed about uh, the messaging coming from your folks and really from the participants, not necessarily you, is how empowered they felt for being a part of it. You know, um, can you speak to that a little bit? Why why are they saying these things? I'm gonna maybe toot my own horn on that one. <laughs> I empower them. I, we don't have time for any negativity. We don't have time in our hour that we're together to compare ourselves to somebody else. We are there to get what we need out of it. And I would say that while you're doing your MACE workout, you are so focused on what you're doing. You have no time to think about maybe the fight you got in like that morning with your husband or your kids failing math or the car didn't start or what you just, you're so focused in that moment that you come out of it. And it's almost like a meditation. It's like you just zoned out for an hour. So to come out of something and not feel shittier about yourself or down on yourself, or maybe not busting out 72 burpees a minute, like the lady next to you, you're just in your zone doing your flow or the work that we created and as frustrating as it might be at the first seven minutes into the workout by minute 59 I promise everybody you will have this flow by the end of the hour I promise and they always do and there's times where you get a little bit frustrated and then you just walk out of there and you're like I did it that was pretty badass look what I did you know so it's very empowering that way and then I mean I put a weapon in your hand Right. That's pretty badass. <laughs> One of the things we talk about at the dojo is leaving everything at the door. You come onto the mat and the world doesn't exist. It's just about the mat. You can push all that away and just 
be focused in the moment. And I think that's really hard for some people. They're stretching and they, they're just spinning. They, they're not thinking about their breathing. They're not thinking about the stretch. They're, well, I got to get my taxes in or I've got a paper to write for school. But I, it's really clarifying and nice to kind of push that all away and have a, a ritual to stretch. And then you're ready for class and you're ready to roll. It's nice to have that permission to kind of just check out or just be somebody else for that hour. And you know you're that best version of yourself in that time, right? So how cool if we could maybe carry that out. I like that, leave it at the door. I wanted to get one for my door at the gym called leave your weight at the door because we don't care how much weight you're pushing, right? As long as you're just moving your body, creating happiness, all that kind of hippie stuff with a weapon. <laughs> it's such a clash, isn't it? <laughs> oh. I love it. It it appeals to me. I can't wait to get the rebellion team in there so we can do kind of a, a group workout, maybe work out some stuff. Oh, that'd be so fun. I'm so looking forward to it. One of the things I wanted to talk about empowerment today is our beer. This beer is all about uh, empowering women. It's the Tovi Tribute Blood Orange Ginger Ale, where 100% of the proceeds are going to be going to the YWCA of Regina. Every can sold, 100% of the proceeds from that can is going straight to the YWCA for women's shelters. And the neat thing is, this: as of this recording, this morning, we launched it online and within the first 10 minutes we had 10 to 15 orders just flying in my emails just going off um i'm not even sure by the time this episode airs there will be any left i think it might be sold out yeah that's what i'm kind of worried about yeah (laughs) that's a good thing and that day they're also asking people to bring toiletries for the shelters anything new and unopened because there's a great need because women are some women who need to use the shelters that, you know, they leave their home very quickly and they don't have time to pack everything. So they're kind of missing out on those key essential things. And it's, it's just an opportunity to, to kind of help them out in a tough time. That's beautiful. Um, yeah, I hope there are some left to buy. I'm definitely going to share that with my students and we'll definitely be dropping off some, some items for the ladies, that is for sure. We love to uh, help out as much as we can, especially obviously within our city and even more so within our little warehouse district there. I'm on the board with Mark and I've only actually been to one meeting, but the few people that I have met so far are just incredible people. So I'm excited to kind of do more there. But yes, we at Tillman Valkyrie, we do everything that we can to kind of pay it forward whenever we can. So with today's beer, I need to live vicariously through you. I cannot actually drink it because it has lactose. Oh, dear. Well. So I'm going to need you to have a sip and tell me what you think. Can I be honest and say that maybe I've tried it? I had one on Friday night and like had to hold back from chugging it because I, I hadn't eaten very much that day. I was like, I better have some lunch on Monday before I talk with Matt. What does it taste like? It's so fresh. It is so, it tastes like summer. 
Okay, I'm a blood orange lover. I love that flavor. And I love ginger ale. So <laughs> I mean, like, I can't really go wrong with this. But yeah, I could definitely chug the four pack in about an hour. <laughs> and it's quite a it's what 5.5% strong beer, right? So yeah, you have to definitely taper taper them here, but it's delicious. Usually my next question is thumbs up, thumbs down, but I think I already assumed thumbs up. Two thumbs up. I even was like trying, I'm like, kids, you sure? I'll just pour you a tiny little taste. Just have it. And they're like, mom, we're 10 and 13. We're not, oh, come on. It's, it's local. You're supporting. You can have one little sip. This is thumbs up all the way. And like I had told you before, I don't uh, drink a lot of craft beer. Uh, the few times I have has been at Rebellion. I like the creamsicle. But this one is, uh, I don't know if I had to choose out of the two. I think I'd probably go with this one. Sorry. <laughs> I love it. Nice. <laughs> so do you have any favorite memories from mace training? Is there one story that if you were back at the Rebellion Tap Room having a pint with the girls, you'd say, this is the story I'd share with my friends? Oh, dear. I would have to say there was, I was in um, L.A., training i was obtaining certifications from two different companies or trainers and one was a saturday one was a sunday and i loved loved my time there i just like it's just oh life-changing that whole experience but there was a time where uh coach rick had come up to me and he was kind of like velcro do you think uh after lunch you could maybe swing Sally, I think the mace's name was Sally. Every you have to name your mace. That's like not naming your child. But do you think you could maybe take that for a swing? And I was like, well, yeah. I mean, I just had swung it, thinking Sally was this other mace. This other mace was the one I had to stand on two jump boxes because the handle was so long, right? And swing it. And I just this was like, you can see in the video, my legs are shaking. It's just adrenaline. So I think, okay, Rick's going to call me up. You're surrounded in a circle by all these like world's best mace artists. So I'm already feeling like, holy shit, right? And he hands me this mace and it's not the one that I think it is. It's one that's fillable with water. So, you know, if it's got 20 pounds of water in it, think about that sloshing back and forth. So I just kind of held it and it's pulling me around, pulling me around. And I'm like, oh God, I don't know if I can do this. And I look over at my coach at the time. He's like, this gave me that nod, like, you can do this. And I swung it. And it's like, the crowd freaking, it was like, wow, just erupted. I felt like a freaking superstar. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I was meant to do this, right? I was so excited. And then he goes to grab it right when I went to swing it again. And I almost took his head off. So what was the most beautiful moment turned into like, holy crap, I could have killed this grown man, right? But yes, that would probably be my highlight thus far. If people want to find out more about Steel Mace Valkyrie classes, if they want to burn off some of these quarantine potato chips like me, where can they go? Well, right now, you would be smart to rush over to my Steel Mace Valkyrie Facebook or Instagram page. Uh, there's spaces between Steel Mace Valkyrie on the Facebook page. I have an offer right now where you can hop on a private page and do two live workouts a week for me. Those are all on me. Those are free. Those are just body weight classes just to get us back to moving and getting that uh, commitment to fitness back. And then other than that, they can just message me on either of those pages 
and we can set up a one-on-one -on -one session or a workshop. So if you were to start mace or kettlebell training with me, you do have to do like an intro workshop where we just kind of work on the foundations and basics so that when you do walk into class that first day, you're not like, oh my God, what did I get into? And you kind of have a little bit of foundation and understanding of the swing or the positions, et cetera. And then that way everybody's kind of starting on a similar page their first day. So I just need a pair of shorts, some shoes and a t-shirt? You don't even need shoes. You don't even need a t-shirt. It's uh, I would appreciate something on the lower half, a loincloth or a hula skirt, whatever you like. Um, no shoes and no shirt, you're still gonna get service. And I have all the maces that you need. And if you need to order one, I can hook you up with that as well. I will just throw a little disclaimer out there. Don't please don't go ordering a mace on Amazon right now because you saw somebody online doing it. Please seek out help from myself or another trained professional. Everything looks good online till you go to do something. And, and I'm not saying that you couldn't very well do it, but it's best to have everything kind of strengthened and ready for your weaponry. You don't want it flying apart in your hands. And that, that happens, right? Even in class, it's happened. Two maces at once go flying across the gym. It's uh, got to be aware. Don't be swinging with your pets around. Yikes. Yeah. I just did a video the other day. Uh, I was watching my coach online and I'm doing what he does. And then I dropped my mace in the living room and it had, you know, the flooring for about 10 months. And it had a big gouge in it. And, you know, so just, uh, yeah, be aware of your surroundings. Even us professionals make mistakes, so. <laughs> Take that hardwood floor. Brandy, I want to thank you for your time today. Thank you very much for having me. It was uh, delightful to spend the time with you, and I'm going to just enjoy the rest of this beer out on the deck. Nice. <laughs> Rebels, thanks for listening today. I'm going to include links in the show notes so you can find more about Steel Mace Valkyries. It's on Facebook and Instagram. If you have any questions or comments about this episode, be sure to join us on our brand new Facebook group page, The Rebellion Brewing Podcast. I'm also proud to let you know about a brand new podcast by my good friend, Kevin Brown. He's a familiar face in the craft beer scene, and his new show is called Holy Fuck, It's a Music Podcast, where he interviews tons of local people involved in the music scene, including Mark Heisey, the president and CEO of Rebellion Brewing. I'll include links in the show notes so you can find it. The Sascraft beer scene is always changing, but I'm going to do my best to keep featuring all the new local beers coming out. It's a little bit tougher now that we're stuck in our homes, but I'm broadcasting straight from my basement to you. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Untapped. Untapped is like Facebook for beer. That way you won't miss out on a single thing. Thank you for joining the Rebellion. <laughs>